folks, we're coming in hot and live on this one. We've got a brand spanking new segment called Advice with Josh. I'm the one looking for advice. Advice with Jordan. There we go. Josh has come to me today. He mentioned on our little, uh, our pre-meeting call this morning at 4 a.m., you know, we get in early to the studio. Uh, He mentioned first thing that he's got a couple moral quandaries, I believe is what you called it, or possibly. uh, One, One moral quandary, one feeling good. Okay. But yeah, long, long time listener, first time caller, Jordan. So thank you for hearing me out here. Yeah, okay. um, first off, I was in the gym today, getting some shots up, you know, and I, it was just me and one other guy in the gym. And he looked at me as like, oh, do you want to do one on one? I said, sure. Why not? Size the guy up. He was bigger than me, and he probably had a good six, seven years on me uh, younger than me. Also, you're no small fry. He 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 was he was much bigger in weight and height than me. Right. Yeah. Um. When I we start going at it, I feel really good. As this is my first time playing one on one in probably two years, just because COVID and all that, and I wasn't in a member of a gym or anything. I hit a couple shots where even he was like, "Damn!" and like then went to go check the ball. And I was like, "That's good." I feel really good right now. And then I got gas and he just kept backing me down. And it was over after that, <laughs> but we weren't, I wasn't at least keeping score or anything. And we were just going back and forth, but I think I went three of six from three. I like, I, I felt good about that. Okay. Yeah. I felt yeah, good I'm, about that. You, If you play pickup basketball or one-on-one or whatever, like all you could lose like by a lot and play terrible defense and everything. But if you're like knocking down jumpers. Oh yeah. You're, you're like, yeah, it was, it was like if I won off a bunch of layups and post moves and stuff, I would feel worse than if I lost by four, but I was nailing threes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, I got him in the air a couple times on a couple pump fit on a couple stops and like fakes, you know, and got a block. I was feeling good for the first like, you know, semi competitive attempt back after after many years. It is, yeah, it's wild to think you said this. Like, I don't know the last time I played a game of one on one basketball. You were in like a little summer league. I don't know. We, we didn't play any one-on-one in that. Oh, I didn't know if you would do some like pre pre-game or post-game. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, we would get we got together a few times and played like three on three, but like yeah. I don't know. Last time I truly played a game, maybe like we played like a possession or something, like just dribbling around. But I would love to play a game to twenty-one because one-on-one is a completely. Di- Me and Nick played a lot of times, especially in college. We would play one-on-one to fifty. By ones and oh two. my god! I mean, it would you just play one long game, and it was like, oh, it took like an hour almost. I was gonna say, but it was awesome. <laughs> uh, or the big thing when we were kids, especially, we would play seven game series of games to seven. <laughs> so like you play to seven, and like it was it was fun, especially when like you were playing like if I was playing against Jack in my neighborhood or something who was better than me because like way easier to like rip off a couple wins if you're like yeah. if you're playing a seven because you hit a couple threes and suddenly like you got him on his heels you know game two i mean i mean, why miss just going outside and just play it we need to bring that back we're all we're all now, now jordan old neighbor across the street and just be like hey let's play some lawn darts or something i was i was looking at like the little board that they have like classes or see if like they did post about any like upcoming leagues or something like that you know you know, like I, I got very I got very upset. It was like every Thursday, water volleyball. I was like, oh hell yeah, eight to ten a.m. I was like, oh come on, who's going to that? Who's going to that? 
Yeah. A bunch of Freaks. old people? That's not fair. Freaks. Like, I mean, yeah, old people, retired people. That made, that, that made me heated. I think we're going to bring back the squad for a winter league this year, it seems like. We've been nice. uh, texting about it. The deadline is coming up, but naturally we're going to wait until the deadline. Yeah, nice. Yeah, they, they said uh, I, I'd asked when, when I was leaving, they said they were just starting to get those set up again. Like they had like flag football and all that. And I was like, that'd be, that'd be sick. Yeah, after we played, we were saying like, oh, we should do like a softball league or something. I remember we were saying. I tried to do one this year, but I, I, uh, I didn't like, I didn't have enough, I don't know enough people in the area to sign up as a team, you know? So I signed up as an alternate to see if like there was a team of alternates, but. Agent pool. What? Well, Little team of misfits. Yeah, I was an island of misfit toys kind of deal. That would hey, honestly be awesome. But they uh they were like, Yeah, we didn't have enough alternates signed up, so we'll just call you if uh you know a team is short a player a night. And I'm like, I'm not I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, I want to be ready and waiting. I'm not gonna be a gun for hire sitting by my sitting by the phone every mercenary. Thursday night. Oh Josh Ashelman, kickball mercenary. <laughs> Uh, what's your co-ed softball walking in with a big iron on his hip yeah. playing <laughs> you don't wear that you wear like blue jeans or something like, like a best or something should have done that for uh best walk-up song fucking big iron on his hip yeah. <laughs> what is what's your moral quandary so the moral quandary i get home from the gym oh and i had picked up some food and i came in uh through the side door it's very important that's on the driveway i came in through the side door uh my girlfriend was leaving for work. They work third shift. They were leaving for work at 6.30. They open the front door and they go, did you order a pizza? I did not order a pizza, but there was a pizza with uh, Domino's pizza with garlic knots sitting on my doorstep. It's pouring rain here. I bring it inside to see the name. It did not stand in the ring because I wasn't even wearing shoes. I just grabbed it. It's my neighbor's. I didn't look at the time it was ordered. So I just walked it over and put it on their porch, rang their doorbell, walked back to my house, didn't like see them or anything like didn't, you know what I was, I was walking back and I was turning around. I was like, if I catch them, I'll let them know what happened. I then come back inside and I was like, man, I wonder if the camera doorbell like alerted me and I just missed the notification because otherwise I would have like, you know, if I was still at the gym, I would have told Jara about it to go take it over, take it over or, you know, how long it had been sitting out there. It had been sitting out in the rain for 30 minutes, over 30 minutes. Should I have just taken that pizza? Cause they had probably already called in a new one. Cause like if they hadn't called in a new one, they now have a soggy, uh, soggy wet pizza. And like they, they, now they're 30 minutes out 30, probably an hour after they ordered. And now they have to also call the store and be like, what the fuck? And they're going to be like, well, we delivered that at X time, you know, as opposed to it's much easier to be like, I never got this, you know? So I was like, should I have just like taken it or like waited to tell them that it had been sitting on my porch for 30 minutes? Because I didn't know when I dropped it off there. I didn't know it had been there for that long. Yeah. My my answer is two-pronged. Okay. One, yes, you should have just taken it inside and eaten it. I didn't even, I I didn't even. I did but, not open the box, so I don't even know what kind of pizza it was. But two, you did what I think any normal person would do. I like that's what I would have done. That's I think you did. I don't want to say you did the right thing. I mean, you kind of did, I guess. But I, I think you did what like you should, like what a normal person would do in that instance. But looking at it with all the, you should have just fucking housed that pizza. The other the other night, Nick came home. My roommate came home, and he walked in 
with raising Canes, and he goes, oh, dude, what the hell? They gave me a three-finger combo. So he leaves, he goes back to Canes, he comes back, he goes, yeah, they gave me the right meal, and then they also just gave me a three-finger combo. So I got a free three-finger combo. Yeah. I'm a very, I'm very big a proponent of if you uh, or if you like go to the drive-through. What did he order? Did he order a Caniac combo? I think just a box. But it, the three finger comes with let, small fries, one toast. I mean, okay. I don't know. It, 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 Have you free. seen the prices at Canes nowadays, though? No, there's none in my area. It makes it's outrageous. Sad. It's like twelve dollars for a box. Oh. So like it's it's it, it was go it was worthy of going back. But twelve bucks for Lawrence is cheaper than anywhere else I've ever lived either. Like. A gallon of milk there is like 75 cents, and then a gallon of milk here is like 250. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't know. I don't drink milk. That's why your milk. bones are so brittle and weak. You know, I broke my leg in third grade, and some of my best friends were involved in it. And to this day, they still say it was because I have brittle bones because I don't drink milk. You know, in, in the third grade, I thought that I was gay. It's my, well, your uncle, like draw. Was, your, your uncle was also. My uncle was, and I kept my room straight. Ah, shit. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> looking at it from that angle. Uh, but no, I think I'm a very big proponent of like, let's say you go up to the drive through and you're like, yeah, can drive I just get through? Like a, what? Drive through a drive through. No, you said drive through. I think you misheard me. You I go think your the, stream is lagging. <laughs> you go to the drive through, you go to the drive through <laughs> and you pull up to the library uh, uh, and you <laughs> order like a burger and fries, like something, you know, small. And then they, you go, you pay at the first window, and then you go to the second window, and they hand you like a jumbo, like double decker bag. Yeah, drink that you didn't like. If they hand you the wrong thing, in that instance, are you tell, are you saying something, or are you just grabbing and going? I think you got to grab and go. I mean, probably if it's like a if it's like a major chain, I don't care. You know, right. yeah, no, like uh, if it's a mom and pop shop, then I, I care. But no, like, not, not, yeah, no, not a small rep. Like I'm talking McDonald's. Etc. I told you the time uh, recently. My brother absolutely fumbled hard, right? On it was at Dick's Sporting Goods. He was buying a couple things, but the most expensive item was a pair of boots. The person took off the security tag on the boots, but didn't scan them because they just, you know, motion. They thought they had already scanned it and put it in the bag. Yeah. And the total came up, and they just were waiting. And my brother went, "You forgot to scan the boots." And the person went, "The person still charging full price." Like what? You gotta, keep, you gotta keep your head down on that one, brother. Oh yeah, no. At, at, at Dick Sporting Goods, absolutely not. You, you charge like cost like five bucks just to get in the door there. You gotta plea ignorance. Yeah, no. Security tags off. That, that's that's divine intervention at that point. It's it's, it's like fool me it, once. It's above me. <laughs> Those security tags are uh, fucking. I tell you what, they do the job. <laughs> they. <laughs> Those things are the simplest invention of all time, but like I did, I, if I was going to go out and chop with, I don't know how the fuck I would get one of those things off. They're the, Remember biggest... the ones that come with like ink. Are those the same thing? Yeah, yeah. If you rip it off, it'd be putting ink everywhere. How do those work? It's like a... it'd be cool though if you like ripped off and make it look like a design. Or you rip off enough of them on a shirt, it looks really cool. I bet. Or if you did it with like a, a white shirt and then real quick you just toss it in with like a tie dye. Yeah, we need to bring back tie dye. Oh, I don't think we do. Did it ever leave though? It should have. Tie dye or camo? I feel like we need to. We need to. The Grateful Dead needs to answer what they've done to society for tie dye and all that. Rank a Mary fuck kill tie dye, okay. stripes, and camo. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to kill camo because I won't ever be able to see it sneak up on me. 
Yeah. I got to take it out right now. I'll marry Stripes. You think Stripes you have can, never done me wrong. And do you that, think oh. you think you can kill camouflage? You won't be able to find it. Uh, I think I think I would. Well, I you think, think I want an absent partner if I marry them? <laughs> I wouldn't be able to see them. Anyway. I guess we should probably roll the theme music. Yeah. It's been like 20 minutes. We should get a big band orchestra to play some music. <laughs> you want to commission a score for Yeah. Anything? You ever seen the movie The Mask? I want the band from The Mask to do it. I mean, well, my, my mind just went to the family guy intro. You ever seen Mr. 3000? Welcome in, folks, to actually the 58th episode of the podcast this time. I said it was last week. It was a false start. Eric Thomas is my nomination. Eric Thomas, great Chiefs linebacker, take it too soon. Von Miller? That count? Okay. Does that count? I mean, he's probably... 58 is definitely a pass rusher. Like, I... Uh, yeah. Like, that's a that's a linebacker's number. No bones about it. Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. The number 58 is used Wait, in- wait, wait. Time out, time out. I may have... I have, a, I have an outside-the-box nomination as well. I'm going to go Bob Gibson. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll At take it. 58 for a pitcher? That seems absurd. That's weird. I was, that seems uh, absurd. <laughs> I was going to say, the two instances you'll ever see 58 on a jersey are, like, football linebacker, or pitcher who gets called up when rosters expand and he yeah. pitches like twice, or like when your team is really shitty and they have to call up a guy who has no business being in the big leagues. Yeah. Uh, Fonzo Soriano and Luis Castillo as well. Look at that. 58 for me was Cartoon Network growing up. I could not tell you. I don't know about that. I remember, it, I remember all of those 49ers Nickelodeon, 70 was Disney Channel. Well, we, we switched from like cable to dish halfway through my youth, so that messed up all the numbers for me. So, yeah, you would be a kid with a dish. You I, would be the you would be the kid that when you go over to his house, he's got the dish. He's like, no, oh, look, I have seven hundred and fifty channels. Like, oh yeah, well, who cares, Maxwell? Some shit. I grew up poor, Jordan. <laughs> you had a dick. We dish- splurge on one thing in our life, and all it's just ridicule. <laughs> you had satellite. Sudden, dish- suddenly, I'm at. Oh, I had a dish. I had Dish Network growing up. Oh, why don't you bring me out on stage at Dave Chappelle next? Well, Elon Musk had three words to say there, and he messed up thirty three percent of them. Yeah, <laughs> that's tough. Uh, well, there was a big fight. I hear. And like no one got recording of it, but it was big. It was a big fight. No one had got billionaire. He is officially the corn cob billionaire. <laughs> Remember when there was that era where people were throwing milkshakes at politicians? We oh, should bring yeah. that back with corn cobs, but at Elon Musk. Probably like when they, like, people would break eggs on like the head of politicians and stuff like that. Yeah, that one was in like England and stuff. Like they're they're way more about it than we. They are, are way more. Have you seen co- their Congress? Uh, cartoon violent over there. Have you seen their Congress? They like scream at each other. Oh yeah. They're laughing at each other. Yeah, and they have like the they have like the scepter and all that, where someone grabs the scepter. It's like, oh, come on, man, put the scepter back. I, I was not aware of the scepter. Oh, look into the scepter. It is, it is. 
There should be more fairy tale country. (laughs) We should have like a like Plymouth Rock should be like in the middle of the Congress. And like, if you want to speak, you have to be touching Plymouth Rock. Have you ever seen Plymouth Rock? Yeah, it's it's yeah, no, it's It's so pathetic. It's depressing. It's It's it's, just a rock and not even like a big rock. No, it's not that big. (laughs) Imagine me and the team that had to build like that tomb around Plymouth Rock and be like, are we is this worth it? (laughs) Yeah, God, the guys that work there nowadays preserving it and cleaning it and shit. Like, does anybody really give a fuck about this thing? That's got to be. I would be curious to know what is the least visited landmark in the United States. There's no shot that there's any also documentation that some guy was like, we landed on this rock. Right. Very important that it was this rock. That's where our boat landed. They were probably like, it was the one down by the water. And then when it's like 30 years later, they're like, "Uh, that one? Yeah. 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 Who who cares? It's a rock. They won't know. Right. Uh, I was uh, my favorite like little roadside attraction that's in the, in this area. Um, my stepfather loves roadside attractions. He made them pull over one time at the world's largest covered wagon. Sure. Okay. Uh, the I'm cover, Kansas, brother. So this is we have, we got the largest ball of twine. This I was born and bred on this shit. Hold on, Jordan. Hold on. I got they were so he's like yeah we went to the world's largest covered wagon. I was like oh like. How was it? You know, because like, what else are you supposed to have? Cover. Uh, the cover was being repaired, so it was <laughs> just a pretty big wagon. <laughs> so I was, was like, not- is it at least the world's largest wagon? Then he's like, no, nah, they didn't say. <laughs> it was just a large. Wagon. <laughs> it was just a pretty big wagon. <laughs> God, all right. Well, we got some football. We should probably get to. I suppose. Um, it's the NFL, folks. If you haven't heard of it, it stands for the National Football League. It's pretty cool. Thirty-two teams. Split up into divisions based on you know loose geographical kind of affiliation, you know, with some you know history has kind of taken some liberties with that, but uh, nonetheless, it's it's full of storylines and exciting action around the clock. So we've got some games that they played last week. Uh, they play on a weekly basis. It's week fourteen, about to be week fifteen now, actually, and there's eighteen weeks. It used to be seventeen. Kind of funny. They added on. Anyway, we got some football to talk about now. The first game was Rams Raiders, but that was so long ago. Do we need? I don't think we need to talk. You should say something though about Baker. That was pretty cool. I mean, I wasn't watching the game, but like, yeah, yeah I, mean, I was texting you, and you were like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, you're like, "Baker looks good." Oh, Cam Akers fumbled. I was like, "All right, yeah, huh? okay, that's fine." <laughs> I got to pull up these texts because it was very clear that you. Uh, I was watching the game awards. <laughs> no, I remember, but it was just funny because I said. At 1013, I, I think I sent something before that too, like of like an eyes emoji or something on Twitter. But I said, Ayo, question mark. And you sent back question mark. I said, Baker leading a potential game winning drive. And then one minute later, oh my God, all caps of exclamation points. And you said, question mark. <laughs> I said, Baker touchdown, nice 98 yard drive extension. And then you said, new sheriff in town. Is it LeBron or Baker's city? <laughs> Which, I mean, you raised a couple good points. I raised a couple good points. Where's it Noah Syndergaard City? More on that later. Is it Justin Herbert City? Mm, no. <laughs> my what? Miami? <laughs> um, but my number one topic of the week, NFL, um, the Detroit Lions are a good football team. They are. They Hey, mathematically, still alive to win the NFC North. This might be the first time in my life that I can say that with my chest. That the Detroit Lions are a good football team. They're pretty good. 
I don't think I've ever said in my life. I don't think I've ever genuinely seen a good Lions team. They made the playoffs before. I'm a wild card, but still. I don't think they're. Yeah, but I was never like, damn, this is a good team. I'm excited if uh, Jameson Williams gets you know a little healthier. He's he's another yeah, weapon for. Mentioned that offense. We need to, we. I'm I'm happy that Golf finally has some weapons around him, uh, receiving wise, so that way people can stop saying he's the problem with the Lions. The defense is the problem with the Lions. Every draft pick they had this year should be a defensive player. Yeah, they should draft a defensive end from Michigan. Yeah, because now they got now they have receiving weapons like Pen, uh, Penny Sewell. That Joe Burrow <laughs> wishes he had. Um, yeah. And like you have to, you, like, you, God, it's that, not golf. That <laughs> golf means, is still a very above average quarterback. <laughs> that was an all time meme recycling moment of the Burrow throwing it over Sewell to anybody or anybody to chase thing. The fact that they were able to bring that back. Yeah. God, that was, that was unbelievable to see. But <laughs> was I mean, the first thing what? I thought of when I watched that game. <laughs> I looked this up before the show. I was talking with somebody. Jared Goff's, they have a chance. The Lions had the chance to cut him this offseason, 10 million in dead cap, or they can pay him 20 million a year for the next two years. So he's gone. They might bring him back, I guess, but he's going to get cut. No. They can save 10 million. They can save 15 million a year for the next two years if they cut him. Who say he would come back? Oh, yeah. I mean, if they cut him, he can probably just leave. Jared Goff starting QB the New York Giants next year. Yeah, like why wouldn't he just leave then and then like then you don't have a quarterback? Yeah, you draft somebody or you sign somebody. Oh yeah, those, think... ne- those never go wrong. Yeah, then that's how you end up with Josh Rosen as the starting quarterback of the Lions and all your momentum is killed. And that's also how you free up $15 million in cash. What are they gonna go out and get Lamar? No, they can go after a defensive player who's good. I think if you drafted Will Levis and signed Jacoby Brissett. You would have a net net zero impact compared to if you brought back golf. You're insane. I don't know anything about Will Levis, by the way. I'm not. I've I've said this a million times where I I'm, I, I know that Mel, I'm not a scout. Uh, saw Mel Kiper hit like a orphan with his car. And that's well, now, now, the number one ranked quarterback. Now, now here's the thing about him. He's a real cool guy. You know, sneaky athletic. I'll work on my Mel Kiper. I'll be better. at uh the vikings though on the other end of things here fraud frauds i don't think they're fraud i don't think we i don't think they have a negative point they've got a negative point differential jordan but i don't think my i don't think my thoughts on them are any different than they were last week i think i'm like they've only they've won a bunch of one score games they're vulnerable they're fraud they are the ultimate playing down they just play to the level of their competition which you don't want to do that but if you're going to be in the nfl playoffs it, it it's i mean it's risky obviously but if you can Play a close game with anybody? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they're leading the fraud watch right now. That's all I know. I don't. I don't disagree. I just. The, I don't know. The Lions are good, so they didn't lose to a bad team. Speaking of bad teams, the Ravens beat the Steelers. I wrote down one word here, so if I, if, folks, you're gonna hold me to this whole one thing from every game segment. I got it here. All I wrote down for this game was. Trubisky. I'm just going to, uh, I just wrote down yuck. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Bozo watch of the year, pack watch. Just what if Deshaun Watson lost all of his games this season? Sounds like they should cut him. He's 0 2, and they've got four more games left. I don't know. Let's see who they play. Yeah, I think he should just fall out of the league. 
he'd probably be fine with that because all of his money on his contract is guaranteed. Ugh. They play the Ravens next week. That's a losable game. They play the Saints. That's a losable game. They play the left hand up. The Commanders on New Year's Day. That's a losable game. And then they play in Pittsburgh the last week of the year. That's a losable game. My new personal Super Bowl. Uh, Pittsburgh's a winnable game. Let's 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 be real. <laughs> my new personal Super Bowl is Deshaun Watson going zero and six in the year. And That'd then, be really funny. And then my my other personal Super Bowl is the real Super Bowl because I'm a Chiefs fan. Uh, the Bengals are scary, by the way. I don't no, know if I put are, them. Are they falling out? Is this is this the time where they uh, they're going to start winning? Is Jamar Chase coming back, or is he out for the season? No, he's back. He played last week. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. Are they are they falling out? Is it time? Because this um, is about what they were doing last season. Yeah, I mean, you I, just I, have like to I get said, in. Like I just said, they're scared. I'm very. I would be very scared of the Bengals. And yeah, they've won on the road before. They're so good. Joe Burrow is Mahomes is kryptonite. Joe, he is. He is. Like, I, there's no doubt about it. I mean, I'm not running from that fact at this point. Like, I would be terrified to play the Bengals even if it was an Arrowhead. Although, <laughs> I think an Arrowhead would probably win. But like last year. But Buffalo beat the Jets. I think the Bills are back to being good. I don't think they ever weren't good, but they were kind of packing it in for a couple of weeks there. I feel like. I mean, we said it last week. They kind of got blue shelled a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the Jets are still a quality defense. So the Jets aren't bad. The Jets are the most QB away team in the league. Oh, except the Texans. Hey, speaking of the Texans, maybe no, they should have no, played no, like no, that. No, 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 no. We got to talk about Mike White. Oh, the the two halves of Mike White, as in he is severed in half on his body now? I think he's going to be back, isn't he? I know, but he shouldn't. He had internal bleeding. What are they going to do? Put Zach – they should they should probably just put Zach Wilson out there. They probably should. If they want Mike White to be the quarterback of the future, let's just shut him down for the year. But, I mean, yeah. Yeah. But they, they can still make the playoffs, can't they? I think so. Uh, I got the NFL playoff. What's your favorite? What's your favorite uh, in the hunt words thing they've used this year? In the hunt, uh, sniffing around. I don't or, like loitering. or loitering. I don't like loitering. Uh, I believe on pardon my take, they said today that it's a, also sort of a don't look now. Oh, that's good. I've, I've only seen like, I saw sniffing around, I think on Fox, and I was like, that's good. Yeah. In the mix, I feel like could work. If everything goes right, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> and and it, it, this is obviously would have to depend on the team, but I feel like it could also say, like, if, insert star player goes crazy yeah look at the titans like if derrick henry just goes crazy down the stretch well the broncos are the only team been eliminated right chiefs eliminated the broncos which is very funny i don't oh the texans have certainly been eliminated right oh yeah yeah definitely well Uh, yeah they have they both have uh and then the nfc the bears have been eliminated oh really i didn't know that the rams and saints and cardinals I think the Cardinals have been eliminated. Yeah, I think, I think the Rams have been eliminated as well. Is eh, Baker? If Baker just goes off, if he if he just goes off and like Seattle loses out, remember I said if 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 the team's best player goes off, so if Baker goes off, yeah, I don't th- I don't I don't see the Rams catching the Niners though. <laughs> Neither do I. The Cowboys snuck past the Texans and the huh huh and the what's the score game of the week. Is this a replay? Right. Is this an ESPN classic from 2019? Is Stump the Schwab coming up next? That was very funny, by the way. You sent me the uh, 
throwback to the Chiefs Texans game because it was unbelievable how much they. I was just getting about. ready for work watching TikTok while I was brushing my teeth, and I was just like, I still don't believe the Chiefs won. We had the lead by halftime. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, was, I was just like, I'm watching this again. I think after watching all- it live, and I still can't believe this. I think the all-time number one questionable bonehead call of all time in the NFL was the fake punt up 24 whatever in your own 30 never see it coming they, it was just yeah but the thing is they did <laughs> because i don't remember what they said after the fact i mean if it was Sorensen was the guy that made the tackle and he said in some interview like i noticed the running back was like lined up like a little wider out than he normally like they said he said something and then you can tell right away he just it wasn't even close no anyway the cowboy any Cause for concern with the Cowboys, or is this just a weird game? Uh, looking past your opponent game. Yeah, I would agree. They're still, I think, in the Super Bowl tier. Eagles, speaking of the Super Bowl tier, beat yep. the Giants, took care of them. All right. This is where we need to pull on the uh, rope, stop in the bus, stop in the Polar Express. It's Christmas time. Uh, we need to stop because I need to tell you about my moral quandary or my oh. uh, maybe not even a it wasn't it certainly wasn't a moral quandary or a gambling quandary. Did you bet on the Giants? No, 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 no. Oh, thank God. I had my Jalen Hurts MVP future. I cashed out. How much? I had forty dollars on, or like it was like forty-eight or whatever. It was fifty bucks, pretty much. We'll call it fifty bucks. If Jalen Hurts went one MVP, I would have made 300 plus the initial 50. Okay. I cashed out for 200. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. I took 200. I could have, if he wins MVP, I would make 350, call it. Nah, that's worth it. That's a, that's a, that's a good trade off. Because I was looking at my home thing and I throw three interceptions every week. Well, and here's another fun thing I have Argentina to win the World Cup. Um, I'm thinking about hedging. How much can you cash out? Uh, Does it at least double your bet? The cash out isn't that crazy. It's uh, I I put twenty on it. I will win a hundred and six, one hundred and eighty. So it'll be two hundred. Or I could hedge and put like eighty five or whatever that whatever that I would do the math to figure out what the number would be. Put half of it on France. That way, if Either team wins, I guarantee myself a like $85 payout. Or do I roll the dice? I'd say you just cash out and just enjoy the game at that point. Cause like if you bet betting soccer sucks because it's well, like, well, oh, like in regulation and cashing uh, out is not an option. Oh. Cashing yeah, out I will just let it ride. Cash, let it ride. Cashing out will get I would hedge before I cashed out. I'd make more money. Let it let it ride, although it is rigged for France. So although is it rigged for Messi? No, it's this is a passing of the torch moment, and uh, France won last time. Qatar, Qatar Airways sponsor of PSG. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Rigged. It's rigged. Let them cook. Let them cook. What else? What else? What else? The Emir has like a big like. Steak. You know, Mbappe plays for right, right? Or uh, Tom? Tom is fuming right now. <laughs> if I get this wrong, this Mbappe. That guy, Killian Mbappe, he's pretty good. Uh, yes, he Mbappe plays for PSG. I mean, folks, are they? What does Qatar Airways sponsor like multiple clubs? I, are you allowed to do that? I don't know. <laughs> that, that seems like the kind of thing you 
God, he's only 23 years old. I hate myself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's just going to be oh, he's the almost next. 24. Hey, hey, hey. But we probably won't record before next episode. Jordan, when is the World Cup? Oh, fuck. Final. The, World Cup, the World Cup final is a Sunday. So, shit, yeah, by the time the next episode comes out, you folks will know all of you are very happy or very upset. Jordan, Mbappe's birthday is just December 20th. Which is the the Tuesday after the World Cup final. When is Messi's birthday? Uh, I don't know. He didn't put it on his tax papers. Oh wait, Messi is. This is in June. Well, summer, summer vacation kind of vibe. I don't know. I I might hedge and just guarantee myself a nice payday on top of the two hundred I made. Uh, Jalen Hurts almost winning MVP at least. I also have a Michigan bet where I put I put five dollars on Michigan to win the title like at the beginning of the year ish. I win two hundred dollars if they win. That's not bad. Those are crazy odds, and so yeah. I don't have a cash out yet. They're not they haven't offered me a cash out on that. I bet if they win their first game, I probably will get an offer. Yeah, like one hundred and thirty or something. Deal or no deal stuff. I'd be good at deal or no deal. Anyway, fuck, we got more games too. Yeah, we have a lot more. <laughs> Uh, we talked about Chiefs Denver. Um, yeah, Jags Tennessee. Although, update though. If oh, yeah, bathroom Russ, watch. If, if Russ is out for the year, bathroom bathrooms are going to win. That's true. I didn't even think about that. Brett Rippon threw very, it was what was almost the worst interception of all time. I mean, he was kind of getting hit, but it was almost very bad. It, it dropped, but yeah. But Mahomes had three to kind of at least give him something to compare against. <laughs> Mahomes was the fucking, he was playing Madden. Yeah. He was playing Madden on Sunday. He was just throwing the ball wherever he wanted. He threw a few picks that he shouldn't have, and he's like, whatever. We're going to fucking win. Game was sweatier than it should have been, though. Chiefs are coming for the first round bye. Yeah, now if you can't beat the Broncos by more than one score, but whatever. Well, they we went up like 21 zip, and then we took our foot off the gas. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that, that's a first, uh, that's what first-round by teams do. We, we, won Jags, one, we won one to zero in the only category that matters, and that was wins and losses. Jags, Titans. The Titans need to fire their new GM. Well, they just missed their window. It's it's over. The Titans? Yeah, they need to blow it up. Their, their cap and all that is in hell. They're, the Titans it's, it's right over. now. Derrick Henry should demand a trade so that way he can win a ring. All of our Titans fans out there listening, all of our Titans Titans delegation, rise up. You know how there's always like pages that are like, teachers for Pete. We're going to have Titans fans, longer really Titans. It's like when people make like the fake Barstool, like Barstool DeSoto and shit. <laughs> uh, Titans need, are very much like the Grizzlies, the end of the Grizzlies era from when we were kids with like Conley, Zebo, Gasol and them, and they were all old. And it's like, all right, well. He got a little close, but like it's it's not gonna. It's happen. over. Yeah, it's over. Uh, the Jags are. Is Doug Peterson coach of the year? Maybe. Yeah, probably because I mean the Vikings were, they were in a good situation, so I don't want to give it to him. Um, Jags could, are two two games back of the Titans. We were shitting on the Titans, but they're in the playoffs right now. Yeah, no, but still, they missed their window. Um, <clears throat> you could also argue, uh, Dolphins. McDaniel, yeah, you'd also you'd probably, probably will win it. You argue him, but I, I would not hate. It. I would not hate it being Doug Peterson just because he he came into a dumpster fire. People were saying Bob Sala as well, but yeah, if they don't make the playoffs, no, yeah, but I mean, like Sirianni? the Q, Q, 
the QB controversy thing has kind of probably soured it a little bit. Sirianni, if the Eagles go, uh, yeah, sixteen and one, they have to. I'll give my vote to McDaniel probably today, but we would have to see what the Eagles do. Although at this point, I don't have any vested interest in the Eagles anymore, which is cool. Because <laughs> all year, I mean, I have hurts on my fantasy team still, but all year. <laughs> all right. The time is now. Folks, I just would like to inform you all that I knocked Josh out of the playoffs in our fantasy league last week. In the I, worst in the worst fantasy like setup I've ever seen in my life. There's eight uh, Jordan's four and nineteen making the playoffs. Okay. They had this problem last year where the where the two seed got knocked out by like the goddamn eighth seed. It was so yeah. stupid. No it's, business being in the playoffs. It's pretty funny though. But how's it feel? I don't care. I won last year. I don't care. Yeah, I know. And you kind of choked this year. Not really. <laughs> Miracle season. You choked it. It wasn't. I had a worse record than last year. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, it's hard to go back to back. We're coming for the title. I mean, you kind of pulled a Rams. I did have a lot of injuries this year. Last year, when the title. I did have a lot of injuries last year. You're gonna retire and go to Fox. <laughs> you think that you think that low of me, folks? Kevin Burkhardt here, live from Nashville, with my co-host Josh Ashelman. You think that low of me? I'd go to Fox. <laughs> yeah, you're more of a DAZN guy. I'm 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 coming for Carrie Underwood's spot. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh carolina seattle who cares yeah that game happened uh 49ers uh, steve, wilkes, steve wilkes should get the job in carolina sure he got what he was head coach for one year in arizona they fired him is it maybe i mean it's it wasn't because he's black but he's black so it was probably pretty hard for him to get that job and they fired him after one year and then he toiled and they hired cliff after that yeah. and then they toiled around for a while i don't know where he was and they got the interim job in carolina which i'm sure nobody fucking wanted and they're uh, not good. They can compete with them. They don't look horrible. They they're go out there every away. week. They don't look terrible. They need a third first uh, overall pick quarterback. They, I mean, they're going to get like the second or third pick, aren't they? Yeah. Because Houston, Houston is all but locked into the number one overall pick. Yeah. San Francisco, Tampa Bay. Uh, Brady's first game in San Francisco of his career. I love calling Brock Purdy Mr. Relevant now. Yeah. I love that. As long as he doesn't go away, which he will. Hey, he's going to be the starting quarterback of the Panthers next year. What are you talking about? No. He's going to be the backup quarterback of the 49ers next year. <laughs> Jimmy G might start in Carolina. <clears throat> what if Brock Purdy just held down that job the next 12 to 15 years? He'd be the next Tom Brady. He Tom Brady's Tom Brady to become the next Tom Brady. Who is is, is Ryan Suckup the best Mr. Irrelevant of all time? I would argue it's Brock Purdy right now. Or Swag Kelly. I mean, he just won a CFL title. It's true. Uh, Chargers Miami, very cool game. Yeah. Both these te- – I mean, it was – the Dolphins lost, but, like, it was what we expect. Like, it was a cool game. Yeah. The Dolphins had heaters on the sidelines when it was 50 degrees. It's Oh. I had a very – Aren't they – they're in Buffalo this week, and it's supposed to snow seven inches. So, yeah, good luck with that, boys. Yeah. <laughs> New England played Arizona on Monday night. Tough season for Cardinals fans. Tough game. There was like seven injuries in like the first half alone. This is just Kyler Murray going down the first series. That's crazy. This is why European soccer sort of hasn't figured out what the relegation stuff, because like the Cardinals have nothing to play for in the next four weeks. Uh, Yeah. The Rams too. They're playing for, they're playing for contracts. I guess they're trying to look good to get future 
Yeah. Cool, so they're not going to not try, but like they don't give a shit about if they win or lose. I would, no. I don't know. You should be able to do this. Like, I wish, I wish, I wonder if I could bet at a sports book on the Cardinals to not win a single game the rest of the year. Oh, what yeah. You probably could. It has to be in person. Like, what would the odds would be? Because it would basically just be a four money line parlay for the other teams, but they're going to be heavy dogs in every game. Uh, that's it, though, for week 14. Uh, I wrote all the game stuff and then I wrote fantasy suck at Josh. Let's power through week 15 here, okay? One oh, word, Jordan. Fire. Rapid fire. 49er Seahawks. Give, uh, where is it? Uh, Seattle? Seattle. I have the lines all pulled up right here. Where'd they go? Uh, we, don't, we don't care about lines. Let's just go. I will, take, I will take Seattle. Go with your gut. I will take Seattle in that game. I'm going Niners. Colts, Vikings. I will take... The minute, I think the Vikings were like only like four point favorites in that one because something like that. The Vi- I'm hammering the Vikings. That's my Give favorite it. bet of the week is the Vikings. They're going to mollywop, and I don't use that word lightly. I do, yeah. but I will bet on the Vikings heavily in that game. Ravens, Browns, Ravens. I will take the Ravens. Dolphins, Bills. Give me the Bills because it's supposed to be a snow game. Bills Mafia. This Bills minus seven and a half. I'm going to hammer that as well. Eagles, Bears. Do we even need to Eagles say Eagles by a thousand? Uh, Lions, Jets. Now that's a sneaky game because those two. Ross Gardner are... versus Amon Ross St. Brown. I think the Lions are the better team, and I'm taking the They're Lions. They're playing better right now, so I'm taking the Lions. But that's a fun game because those are both pretty scrappy, feisty teams. I'm taking the under in that game. Sure, uh, I, I could see a seventeen to thirteen battle. Uh, Steelers, Panthers. Steelers. Ugh. I don't know who's going to be their quarterback. So yeah, so who, if it's Kenny and he remembers how to spell his last name, then I will be betting on the Steelers. If not, he's, he's Kenny Pickens on the sideline. Odds are I probably just won't bet on either. No, uh, I'm not touching this game. Chiefs, Tex, Texans. Uh, Texans cannot do it two weeks in a row, so let's go with Chiefs by a billion. Yeah. Uh, Falcons, Saints. Uh, fun rivalry game, I guess. Give me the Falcons. Uh, how did Ritter look? I think they had their bye week last week. Oh, that's right. They did. Yeah. So this is the Desmond Ritter debut in, in the rivalry game in the dome. That's exciting. I'll take, I'll take the Falcons. We the Falcons. Squad ride on that one. Cowboys, Jags. Yeah. Cowboys, Jags and the Cowboys got to have a revenge game and the Jaguars are the lucky recipient. Yeah. Cardinals, Broncos. I, I'll go the Cardinals because Colt McCoy can, Broncos. Sling, can sling it. We don't Broncos. Those, uh, that's that's another one of my favorite bets I saw earlier. Broncos by a thousand. And nah, I, I, I Colt McCoy's been slinging. I'll, I'll go the Cardinals. But this is this. It's so funny because like five minutes ago I was sitting here saying I'm going to bet on them to lose every game the rest yeah. of the year. Yeah. Now you're like, I'll take them. Uh, I think that this is exactly the type of game the Broncos will win because they've been eliminated. It doesn't matter. The other team is terrible, so it won't be impressive. If so they're they going to win out. <laughs> no, they're going to win this game by like eight, and you're going to be like, man, they really they, they won that game twenty one to thirteen. You're like, geez, they are not good, but they're going to they're going to win the game pretty comfortably. Uh, Patriots, Raiders, Patriots, Patriots against against his protege Josh McDaniels, the biggest stooge in the NFL. <laughs> Bill Belichick is going to coach circles around him. Uh, Titans, Chargers, Chargers by a million. Chargers, yeah. Titans season's over. Well, it's not over, but the I don't know. Bengals, Bucks. Give me the Bengals by a million. I'm taking the Bucks uh, for the Pirate Mike Leach. Ah, fuck, you're right. Giants Commanders. What is this? 
What five. do you see on the screen right now? Five? No. What am I doing? Uh, right, right hand. That's my left hand. Side, sideways? It's my left hand. Okay. And where is it going? To the heavens? It's going up. Because those haters can't stand us. Because we are the commanders left hand up. That's another one of my favorite bets this week. My three favorites this week, my three favorite picks are Commanders minus four and a half, Vikings minus four, and of course the Denver Broncos minus three. But, folks, the Do Your Job Parlay is back in the FanDuel Sportsbook. It's boosted right now. Use code LONGRELIEF when depositing. You'll get 50 bucks cash on us. Nope. Thank you to the guys over at Fireball for sponsoring that one. The Do Your Job Parlay. Cowboys. Chiefs. And I don't know. I can't really put the Lions in it, can I? Eagles. Cowboys, Chiefs, Eagles. The three. Yeah. How about you throw the Bengals in there? You're so confident. Fine. Fuck it. I'll sub out the Chiefs because they're 14 point favorites. Okay. Eagles, Cowboys, Bengals. Do your job. There you go. And then the Rams, Packers on Monday night. Uh, Packers. Yeah. It's in it'd be very it would be very funny if Baker Mayfield won again on national TV and walks into Lambeau in December and wins. That'd be pretty it funny. Would, I think that would and the fact also that these games mean nothing for the Rams because it doesn't matter for their draft pick. I still think they're trying to get a comp pick for Baker. What what's the what's the what is the what do you mean? Like he goes and signs somewhere in free agency, so we get oh, a comp yeah. pick. Yeah, I mean Baker could easily compete for a starting job or be a very hey. Starting for your Indianapolis Colts next year, Baker Mayfield. I don't know what the Colts are going to do because they <laughs> keep, keep calling Jim Irsay. Just going to keep calling Andrew Luck. They they can't keep calling old guy. They can't just keep bringing in the next new guy because they've done, it's five years in a row now, right? Six, I think. It's Luck, Brissett, uh, some Ryan. Oh, somebody in between Brissett. Yeah, there's a lot in between all of them, but like, because well, also Andrew Luck just didn't start week one one year. Well, Wentz. Yep. Yeah, I don't know, man. Anyway, much you got, Jordan. 15, folks. We got the NFL playoff picture. I'll just hammer it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. AFC, the Bills and Chiefs are tied at the top. So if the bit would be big this weekend if the Dolphins can pull out a win because Chiefs would get the bye. They're both tied at 10 and 3. And then in the three hole, you got Baltimore, but they're bruised up. Number four, you got Tennessee. Number five, you got Cincinnati, who I think is the real number three in the league. And then you got Miami at six, who I think is the real number four. And then New England, believe it or not, right now is in the top wild card, in the last wild card spot. Sniffing around, what, what do we want to use here? Which word? Let's come up with one of our own. Okay. Um, Still kicking is the Chargers, Jets, Jags, and that's about it probably. Those are the only teams I'd say still have a chance to make the playoffs. I guess Chargers then. <laughs> Chargers would probably get – I would I would hope the Chargers make, in, make it in over the uh, Patriots. Yeah. Or the Jets. That could be fun. Mike oh, White. yeah, that could be fun, but still. And then in the NFC, of course, you got the Eagles at the top. They've cl- they're the only team that's clinched a playoff berth. And then you've got the Vikings at number two, the Niners at three. The Bucs are hanging on to that number four seed because they're the division champ. 
And you got Dallas five, Washington six, Giants seven. So, and then um, do you have a custom term you want to use for the playoff hunt on the other side? Prowling. Prowling, yeah. The prowling. On the prowl, yeah. Uh, that's the Seahawks, fittingly, the Lions. And then I guess maybe the Packers have an outside shot. I mean, I, I would hope for the Lions. The, 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 and the, well, I guess I should also say the Falcons, Panthers, and Saints are also all in the mix because they could still easily win that division. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd hope for the Lions just because the NFC West does not deserve two representatives. The East doesn't deserve all four. Yeah. All four are currently in. Yeah, they deserve it. They were saying that about the AFC West before this year. They're four, they're four damn good teams. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll see about the Giants. Giants are a QB away. Um, who isn't? Now we've got I've got some NBA stuff here, Josh. Okay. Fast five. A fast five and then a squish, bonus. Squish, squish, squish. A bonus topic as well. Fast six. Too many starters, too many cooks. Well, it's a sixth man. Sixth man of the George Melvin Garland? Who cares? The first one, the Celtics are in first place in the East. Okay. That's just surprising to me. I feel like nobody's been talking about it. Yeah. Any other thoughts? Were they the... This is a yawning podcast. Weren't Weren't they the one seed last year? They made the finals. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I just, I mean, they still have Tatum and Brown. I don't know. This is, also got... set up, this is also set up for the second point, which is that the Pelicans are number two in the, or number one in the West. Hell yeah, they are. We haven't talked about it at all. I don't think. Hell yeah, they are. That's great. That's it's not fun. I like them. There's no way they finish here at number one, but like, why not? Are they legit? Why not? I feel like somebody, Denver, somebody will turn it on. Denver was like a four or five seed last year. Maybe not Denver. I don't know. Yeah, Denver's third in the West right now. The Grizzlies are in second. The Suns will probably pick it up. The Clippers when Kawhi plays, so like eight more times this year. <laughs> third topic, the Nets are sneaky in fourth, all things considered. Yeah. They're doing well over there. All it took was Kevin Durant to call out everyone by name. Yeah, all, all it took was Kevin Durant to finally <laughs> – KD was sitting in the KD was the kid who sat in the back of class silently, just letting it all boil up. And then he stood up and cussed out everybody in the class and stormed out. <laughs> uh, I mean, hey, whatever works, it works. KD's going to become a coach and just do that with his players. He's going to go on Twitter and be like, damn, Johnson sucked ass. I love it when former players become coaches because it's always just funny seeing like a seven foot tall dude in a suit just standing on the sideline. Yeah. When they go to sit on the bench, and they <laughs> it's always funny. <laughs> Fourth topic here, Cade Cunningham, friend of the program, done for the year. Unfortunate. Good but for hey, the Pistons. The tank for Wimbanyata carries strong. No victories for Victor. It's on, baby. And then the fifth topic here, similarly, kind of, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, having a breakout season, I think we can all say. Please trade him. Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, Please, for the love of God, get him out of there. There's a fun little stat here, little advanced metrics here. On November 7th, he had he made a quote post game that said something to the effect of, you know, I don't like when players criticize refs. They're humans too. They make mistakes. It's all right. Like they do a good job most of the time. It's unfair. Since then, he leads the league with 154 free throw attempts. Mm. So he, he, mm. 
his psyop mm. to get more friendly calls is working. Mm. I think before the playoffs, what players need to start doing is going out there and like, you know, the refs, they do a damn good job. I you know, was, uh, I helped my buddy who is a, uh, like he does like little youth basketball lessons at the y, uh, the YMCA here. Um, and I was kind of helping him out um, yesterday. And I looked over at his clipboard because it was a junior NBA kind of program, uh, what they were running. The first topic, the, the drill one, what do you think it was? Pick and roll. No, it was discuss respecting the refs. Where it was like, question one, or like true, false. The refs get every call right. <laughs> it's just like, what is this? What was the answer to that? Uh <laughs> Who's to say? Was it supposed to be true? Because it's objectively not. There's a thing called replay review. Oh yeah, it's supposed to. It's supposed to be like they're like they're human. Like they're not going to get every call right. Yeah, and like whatever they say stands. Yeah, unless it doesn't. I mean, I guess it's it's true when you're teaching that to kids. Yeah, but I was like, (laughs) why is this number one? You know, as we get closer to reaching the technological singularity, I think we're going to get to the point where instant replay is feasible to do even at youth league games. Yeah. We're just gonna be sitting there, and like there's. Gonna I was in, I was in a rec league for work two years ago, and people were having film sessions. They were like recording the games with an iPad, and then going to the bench and talking film while they were subbing out people. As I was dying on our six man team, who could not sub out people regularly. <laughs> uh, well, it's funny you say that, Josh. Because speaking of sixth man, my only other NBA topic here, uh, the NBA renamed. All of its trophies for some reason. Nobody for some asked reason, it. no one asked for it. No one really asked wanted to. It. They were just like, "We're going to do this." And I was like, "All right, like, okay, uh, sure." Well, they already renamed the All Star Game MVP to Kobe Bryant Trophy, which is and very Bill cool. Russell Finals MVP. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Kobe Bryant had the most All Star Game MVPs of all time, so that's a cool Bill Russell specific nod to him. rings of all time. So it makes sense. Well, yeah, oh, I, I just think with Kobe, like that's like a it was like a cool. It felt justified rather than if they just slapped Kobe's name on like the MVP award. People, go, yeah, yeah. MVP award is now named the Michael Jordan Trophy. Ridiculous! It should be the Kareem Abdul. It should be the Kareem Abdul Jabbar Trophy. He has the most MVPs. And like I text, I text, I said, this is just, or maybe it was you, but I guess you're my buddy, so it still counts. Just the, it's just gonna be the most old head ass thing. Like, oh, LeBron's so good. Why is MVP named after Jordan? Wolf. And then the bubble trophy after LeBron. Yeah. It does say here, I didn't realize this, the league's social justice champion award is named after Creams, like their Walter Man- Payton Man of the Year type thing. I did not know that. But still, he can have two. He was good. <laughs> right. Or like He was rename, damn good. He can have two. <laughs> rename that one like the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar social justice. I don't, I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. I figured it out. What? The social justice award. Is the Lou Alcindor Award and the MVP is the Kareem Abdul Jabbar Award? Nice. Let's go with that. Let's do that. Or even honestly, vice versa. Yeah, we could probably do vice versa. I don't know who, what he, what name he won more as. <laughs> the Kim Olajuwon Trophy is the Defensive Player of the Year. Makes sense. I'm fine with that one. But he didn't win. He he doesn't have the most de- uh, Defensive Player of the Year awards either. He won it twice, and he was a nine-time All Defensive Team selection. Hold on. Nine Ben, ben Wallace. It should be it should be Ben Wallace or Dikembe. I don't remember him being sick nine times. They won. They each won four defensive player of the year awards. The Ben Wallace defensive player because Ben Wallace was only defense. But uh, but at a point also, 
you you do also kind of just. I mean, it's not gonna. It's the John Havlicek Sixth Man of the Year. They can't name that after Lou Williams. They should name it. Or, oh, fine, Jamal Crawford. Then they can't. No. They're not gonna. They're not gonna name it after dudes that just recently retired. There's a reason they picked all these old heads. I don't know why they picked Wilt Chamberlain for Rookie of the Year. And that's why I, was, I text you. It should be people who only won Rookie of the Year and that did nothing the rest of their career. This should be like the Michael Kidd Gilchrist Award. You're thinking of Michael Carter Williams. Us, who cares? They're both. Yeah, and all, and all, they'll call it the Kid Gilchrist Award, and they're like, "Wait, fuck! It's, it's <laughs> Michael Carter." Uh, There's a Wilt teammate of the be, Year award. They should give the Wilt Trophy to the scoring champ. They have to give that to LeBron because he has to have something. The LeBron Trophy is that? That's a thing. No, I'm saying it, it will when he retires. If we're doing this, uh, that's going to be the player GM of the year, executive of the year, <laughs> yeah, executive of the year, LeBron, <laughs> the LeBron James. James, executive of the year. Uh, we got, and then the last one here is George McCann, most improved. Which, come on, man, come on. That's fun. It's ironic because George McCann would be the least improved player if dropped into the current NBA. He's a Hall of Famer, top fifty player of all time currently. If you dropped him into the current NBA, I think I would do better. I think. I think I might be able to be, if not for the height differential, I could beat him in one on one. I've got a better post game than George McCann. Did he? Wait. If you showed George, when did George McCann, McCann the win for a three man weave, he would fall over. Wait, when did George McCann play? Like for the fucking 40s. Yeah, soccer. I was going to say the fucking six. Uh, the most Jewish improved, man dominated the league. Most improved didn't even exist until 1985. So he doesn't even have ever won a most improved award. Hear me out. Most improved player of the year were the Jeremy Lin trophy. That, that should be a breakout of the he, year. He had the biggest. I mean, that's what it is. That's what the award is. Not really. I'm Best two weeks like, of the season player. <laughs> you know what? You know what? They, that one should be the Magic Johnson award. Remember, he like came off the bench as like a no name kid center in the finals and helped them win. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Hito Turkoglu was 28 when he won most improved. Man, that's. They should give it to some old guys every now and then. Like if an old guy has a sneaky good year. Uh, Daryl Armstrong, 30 years old. Oh, you only played in 50 games. That's kind of bullshit. All right. Well, Josh, we got the hot stove. is It's simmering at this point. We cooked the dish up, and then now it's like simmer, simmer until February. There's a few moves still to be made. Carlos Rodon. Anybody Dansby? else? Dansby. Dansby's got a sign. Uh, we, we'll run through the moves here that have been made since the last episode. Judge signed right afterwards, of course, to stay in the Bronx. Pretty cool, I think. I mean, it would have been cool if he went to the Giants, but I'm fine with it either way. Speaking of the Giants. Speaking of the Giants, they signed Carlos Correa to a $585 million per season deal. A lot of money. Might as well be. I mean, they can afford it. They kind of they instead of signing Judge, they just signed a slightly worse superstar and then two other like good guys. Besides, yeah, out in San Francisco, that's basically minimum wage. And, uh, yeah, thanks, Nancy Pelosi. Um, <laughs> speaking of California, Xander Bogarts, San Diego. I don't like that. You never heard that? I don't like it. I don't think I like it either because when I see San Diego, I think of Xanax. <laughs> I think that's the point. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean, it's anyway. Xander Bogart's 11 years, 288 million. Something like that with San Diego, which is cool. Are they going to trade Tatis? I don't know. I, I Maybe maybe midseason. Maybe that's a deadline piece. I like all the rumors that the Yankees are going to trade for Tatis. Yeah. 
Jason Dominguez, a couple other things. Yeah. So I'm sure – I mean, the Padres are willing to pay Tatis that much, obviously, because they signed him to it. But part of but, the deal, they would be like – But they also need to pay Juan Soto here soon. Right, yeah. They, they, they Part of the deal, if, they, if you're the Yankees, you'd be like, hey, kind of get out of that. We'll get a little get-out-of-jail-free card here. And if yeah. Tatis went to the Yankees, I think he would instantly turn back into being – I mean, not to say he wasn't an MVP candidate before, but he would go back to being a superstar. Yeah, he'll just be back on steroids. <laughs> yeah, and you'd get away with it this time. Yeah. Uh, uh, Brandon Nimmo staying in the Big Apple as well. Got to be close to the capital. You know, it's only a short drive away. Yeah, it's just a little, uh, little caravan right away. Yeah. Chris Bassett, speaking of the Mets, he is going up north to Toronto, fleeing the country. Why? What is he running from? Yeah, what? Uh, hey, now. <laughs> what are you running from, Chris Bassett? What, what skeletons are in your closet? Speaking of the Mets as well, Kodai Singa. It's now a Mets podcast. Because both of these two. This is teams, our final episode. <laughs> Kodai Singa signed with the Mets. It's very cool. I wanted him to the Royals. The Royals are always vaguely in on every foreign, like, Japanese prospect because – they never get like ridiculous contracts, you know? Yeah. It's always a lot. And the Royals can always be like, oh, yeah, well, you know, we're interested in Otani. <laughs> and then they're never going to get him. But speaking of the Mets once more, Noah Syndergaard going to the Doyers. And speaking of the Mets, Jacob DeGrom. Oh, did we cover that already? Oh, we can bring it up again. Jacob DeGrom, a Texas Ranger. I did one vaguely Mets thing here, Sean Murphy to the Braves. It's true. And uh, Wilson Contreras. To the Brewers and some old ass man to Oakland. Yeah, the Brewers. The Brewers picked up their phone. Were like, what? Huh? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that, that was a trade that you get offered on MLB The Show, and you turn it down because you're like, well, that's that's stupid. Yeah, that's not realistic. No, I'm not taking that. Like, I put Whit Merrifield on the block, and they offered me Juan Soto. I'm like, okay, <laughs> that guy. I, that's come on. <laughs> so the the AI is very bad in this game. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wait, I don't. Did you play Madden ever? Do you have the new Madden? Not the new one. Someone out here, someone listening to this maybe can relate. On Madden franchise mode, every season, one of the things – so, like, it's, like, some of the things that will pop up as, like, a like an objective, like a cutscene almost. It's, like, there's no talking or anything. It's just text. But it pops up and says, like, decide on a player's fifth-year option at the beginning of the year, something you have to do every year. Every time it pops up and it will say, Coach, I wanted to talk to you about Josh Ashelman. His fifth-year option is coming up, but he did not perform well last year. Do you want to pick it up? It will say this about the biggest superstars on your team. <laughs> a dial. I have a – I'm like three years into a franchise right now, and I drafted a pass rusher. Miles Murphy is a real guy. I downloaded the draft class. I, he's like a superstar, like 87 overall breaking out. The guy came in, he's like, he contributed almost nothing last year. Someone out there will hear this and, also, and will know what I'm talking about. Uh, but that's all I've got. On my end, I'm sure you've got some things here to talk about. Yeah, pretty, well, pretty light, quick hits, but... Um, we talked about the World Cup, so I, I had that written down. That I just wanted to give a salute to Morocco for a good run. Exactly. Uh, <coughs> Jordan. <coughs> Jordan. Yes. The Raiders are now 0-4 this season when leading by double digits at halftime after Baker's Magic comeback. They are the first team since at least 1930 to lose four times in a season when leading by double digits at half. Jesus. Give it up to Josh McDaniels, everyone. Mark Davis, take a bow. They should do an anonymous survey to give out a worst coach of the year. Because it's him. Yeah. Or is it Hackett? 
It's probably Josh McDaniel. You the expectations. They had expectations in in uh Hackett is the first year guy, and everybody looks at him and they say, Huh, what what'd you expect? The guy can't hack it. Folks, I got a couple sets coming up this weekend. No respect. No respect to you, Josh. Uh Jordan, uh, you know, our album of the year and year finale episode's only two weeks away now. I've already decided uh, my album of the year. I decided months ago. Well, so I'm just saying keep room on the, on the top five list because Gucci Mane did drop an 80-song album. Yeah, that's what, so, that's what I said. So Icy Boys, the finale. Just make sure, you, make sure you get listening. I decided months ago when he announced it. I was like, well, that's album of the year right there. <laughs> that's is that like a quadruple album? <laughs> I I looked it's not all the tapes, not all the songs have him on them. It's like a compilation of people on his label and there's a couple like remixes on there. Is that like uh like what like Titanic on VHS you have to have it in like the big box set of like four VHSs but in this case like five CDs yeah, so that way you can swap it. This fills up in a car's entire six CD changer. Imagine the imagine the chaos this would have caused back in uh like 2002 yeah i saw a computer the other day i got a co-worker of mine has a laptop with a cd drive and he popped it out and i was like holy shit i've not seen one of those in so long uh yeah mine does not have one yeah no they just don't build those into computers anymore. they don't build like they used to anymore you can just plug like a you plug like a usb into a thing and you plug it into that yep want to shout double, out double checking that my computer didn't have a disk drive <laughs> I uh, wanted to shout out the Kansas women's basketball team being ranked number 22, uh, still undefeated, I think, and uh, after being number 12 Arizona in their house, embarrassing them, while also the Kansas men's Jayhawks embarrassed the Missouri uh, Ligers, and even they, be, they beat a, uh, that bad team so bad, they dropped in the rankings. That's how bad Missouri is. Did you see the uh, fun stat about that? Go on. Schools with men's and women's basketball teams in the top 25 and a football team headed to a bowl game. There are seven schools. Can you name huh. them? Uh, Kansas. Kansas. Tennessee? No. I don't think you're going to get all seven. Baylor? Baylor's one of them. Baylor's one of them. If you can get at least half, if you can get to four, if you can get two more, I'll, I'll count it. Yukon? Yep. You get one more here, you win. Michigan? No, you get one more you get one more life. Is is it uh is it are, are they all pretty big schools like Power 5? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're all plenty big. I'm going to go with No. Uh, are, are any of the no like playoff New Year's Six teams just normal bowl games? There's one New Year's Six team on here. Uh, got they're all TC, big schools. TCU got embarrassed in like their first game, so I don't think they're still ranked even. So, got Jalen Fisher. Fuck Chris Beard, by the way. <laughs> you fuck Chris Beard. That's fucked up. Uh, and I said Michigan, so I, it's. I'm going to go Georgia. Damn it. Was it TCU? The ones that you know, the ones that you missed were Ohio State, UCLA, Arkansas, and Maryland. Who's in a New Year's Six game? Ohio State. 
That's right. I was thinking During the USC fucking still. playoff. I was thinking USC still. No, no, Josh. You should know better than that by now, the ESPN bias. Yep. Anyway. What else, what else do you have, quick hits? Dictionary.com dropped the word of the year, Jordan. Do you, yeah, do you, know, what it, do you know what it was? Uh, no. What is it? It was woman. Wow. Uh, got, hey, next next year, boys. And these men. Coming for it. We're coming okay. for it. Now, you know what? Next year, the word of the year is going to be fellas. <laughs> going to be about next, 2023 is for the fellas. You heard that, folks. You heard that here first. It's for the fellas. It doesn't mean every guy. It's just for the fellas. For the fellas. <laughs> Shakes can be the fellas. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just for the fellas. You know, just for the fellas. Being the fellas, you know. <laughs> What else do you have? At the uh, uh, two uh, rest in pieces moment of in silences, I uh, wanted to give a rest in peace to Grant Wall. Uh, unbeknownst to me, the like most prolific sports writer of like every big moment was just him, especially at Sports Center and stuff like that. I'll give you a quick run through if you're unfamiliar. Uh, the chosen one, LeBron, LeBron high school that's, article. That's, that's the big one. The yeah. most iconic Sports Illustrated cover of all time, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Insane. Um, the uh, world class uh, women's World Cup. You know, one nation, one Reagan cup. Rapino. Yeah, with Rapino doing the the pose on the cover. Uh, David Beckham coming to L.A. to potentially you know change the face of American soccer. It didn't, but at the <laughs> time we didn't know. <laughs> but it's still you know an absolute major moment. And then the Great Wall of Kentucky with these like you know John Wall on the cover and all that. But most most probably near and dear to our hearts. Well, number one, Mario's miracle. We're talking about Kansas. I'm, I mean that uh, photo itself. There's a million versions of that photo because that's just where like the angle of the press was seated. But that photo is so iconic, and the fact that you know he his name is on that cover on the Sports Illustrated cover is, is that the first coining of Mario's miracle? Uh, prob. I mean, I'm I'm at the the photo itself. Like you see multiple photos from that angle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But angle. like that, that that's yeah. probably over, over D. Thank God D Rose's face is in it. <laughs> yeah. That way you can like, shoot that over. Oh, he shot that over Derek Rose. Derek Rose and Chris Douglas Roberts. Rose, he backed off as well. Wow. <laughs> they hit one three tonight. They have to hit another. Oh, Jordan, you had a very important update. You had a very important update from Lawrence, Kansas. Collins driving almost has the handle. Chalmers for the tie. Yeah. You have a very big, important Lawrence, Kansas culture update. Yeah, big update. The the Lawrence Walmart. Uh, if you went to KU or if you on know, Iowa Street, Lawrence, the Lawrence Walmart on Iowa Street has for years shown the 2000, I would argue for the last 14 years, Too shown long. The 2008 national championship game on a loop constantly above the grocery section. And like the, no, it's like the clothing section. Oh uh, yeah. It's like by the grocery, by like the ladies active wear produce and all that. Yeah. Um, there's just there's a giant like fake scoreboard with the score and they're showing it on a loop for 10 years. I went the other day for the first time. I went to that Walmart in a while. They have it updated with the 2022 championship. New huge TV for the culture. Board and everything. Crazy. Huge for the culture. Huge, huge moment. And then, uh, but finally, we uh, unfortunately have another uh, rest in peace, tip of the cap, whatever say you. 
uh, to Mike Leach, who unfortunately passed away after a heart condition suddenly um, a few days ago, I believe. And it's, 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 it's another case of why are we waiting to tell these stories after these people are gone? Because my, I, I wasn't really too familiar with Mike Leach until he was at Washington state. I, I just wasn't that exposed to college athletics really growing up. He has a phenomenal coaching tree. First off, probably the best yeah. I've ever seen in my life. And just like the main theme of all the stories is just genuine and just like that's just who he was. Like the they, there was no character he was playing for the media and for coaching and all that. That's I I think he was just kind of a weird guy. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of became a coach and because like I think that's what he said back in the like he didn't have a yeah I got, I got a call coaching or anything. He just became a coach and yeah I got it right here. There were two things I wanted to say. Mike Leach had a law degree and never played or coached collegiate football. I'm yep. sure he was into football, but. But in 1987, he got a shot to coach the offensive line at San Luis Obispo for $3,000. Do you think they were just like, you're a big guy? Stuff just like that just doesn't happen anymore, and it's a tragedy. Yeah, and then he said, I knew I would start from behind, but I didn't think I had the ability to learn. And he became one of the best coaches in college football history, arguably. Yeah. And then the the other thing I wanted to say here, I had two things here. Uh, Mike Leach told one of his players once that he wasn't going to play probably at all, but that he'd like to have him start coaching as a student assistant. The kid got pissed and left and, you know, said, I'm quitting the team, whatever. Came back the next day. I was like, all right, yeah, I'm going to be the coach. I was Lincoln Riley. Pretty crazy. Insane. My, my, my favorite story that's come out um, was, was it's been out, but uh, I had never heard it before. So it was new to me about how they made a fake flipped uh, script call sheet when he was at texas at texas tech yeah uh, no oklahoma. No, oklahoma when he was at oklahoma um to make texas prove they're a program without integrity and that they would steal a script if they found it on the ground but it, since it was a faked play script it worked to perfection and that's how they jumped out to a 17 nothing lead by fooling their defense for um you know just being disingenuous and you know not respecting the game but yeah, I mean, <laughs> no salute. Yeah. Salute, salute to Mike Leach and just that grad assistant probably was so pissed. <laughs> hey, I mean, he got fired. Surely. Uh, well, I don't think, I don't think he should have. Cause he went through all, he, he gave it to how many different coaches and they, they fell for it. Yeah. No salute to Mike Leach though. Cause I remember, I mean, I, as a kid, just remember him as being just a really good coach. And then over the last, cause it was when we were in college, he taught like a, you remember this? Tell like a war strategy class yeah. or something at Washington State. Like yeah. I, I remember saying, like I'm gonna transfer to Washington State. Yeah, I don't know. Does, yeah, all the all the stories of him just like he man had to have just lived by his phone because people would be like, oh, I'd send him an e- I send him an email or whatever asking if I could email him for the my fake blog report, and he called back within an hour and gave us media passes and everything. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm like, that's, that's just insane. And then, like, that's what I'm saying. He was a guy who got a shot. And he, and I, I, like I was just saying, you, don't, you just don't see that anymore. But he would, he would always just reach out and give people a shot if, if, they, were, if they were being genuine, I feel. Nowadays, and you have to know Sean McVay to get a shot. Exactly. 
Do you have any other quick hits? I think that's it for me. I think that's the note we're note we're ending on. Well, should we play a game of SPC? Yeah. May as well. I would just like to say that I won last week. Yeah, but uh, you can say that all you want, but it doesn't make it true. Are you putting the belt back on the line, or are you going to hang on to it now? I've never. It's it's been in a case above uh, the mantle. It's been so secure. It's never left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty boy. <laughs> I don't know why you're a pretty boy. You are now the. Pretty what do you mean? Boy you don't know why you? <laughs> you are now the pretty boy of this podcast. Sorry. <laughs> Um, so I'm just rolling for like unique sports or sports we haven't done before. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Lord. <laughs> All right, the three players, Jordan. Yeah, let's hear it. Grady Jarrett. Okay, that's a, that's a that's a throwback. Derek Carr. Oh. Hmm. And AJ Green. Okay. Four, three, three footballers. Yeah. In the sport. Hot air ballooning. <laughs> I know a, my first pick. How is that a sport? Yeah, I think you can race them. I don't know. I know my first pick. I'm going to go with AJ Green. I'm going with Derek Carr, a man of God, so, sailing higher to the heavens to be guided by his eternal light and wisdom, guiding him all along the way. Derek Carr, that close to heaven, unbeatable. I'm going to go A.J. Green because he jumps in the air and leaps through the air all the time for catches for footballs. Derek Carr. We're both other, cutting Grady Jarrett. <laughs> people have, yeah, yeah. People have said this before that he's, Jared, Grady Jarrett's too bad. People have said before that Derek Carr's a bad Christian because he prays to God so much before and after every game. And what, is, what does God do for him? We're, the Raiders are terrible. <laughs> You think he God would have let him? He gives it. Hey, he gives him his strongest battles. You think God would have let him? Would have let his his team hire Josh McDaniels, giving him his toughest battles. And I cannot think of a tougher battle than having Josh McDaniels as your coach. Shit. <laughs> having Nathaniel Hackett as your coach, maybe. No, having Russell Wilson as your quarterback, maybe. That's having Russell. Just having Russell Wilson as a coworker. <laughs> it didn't even need to be a football thing. Um, yeah, I'm I'm I am starting man of God soaring to the heavens, Derek Carr, benching AJ Green. Um, I feel like I don't know, maybe I should maybe I should cut AJ Green. I feel like it's your two I, I feel like there should be a height limit for a hot air balloon. You don't want to be that close to the flames, but maybe a weight limit. Not I'm not I'm not too I'm not entirely sure how a hot air balloon works. <laughs> I don't really know either. I, like, I don't know if there's, like, a certain length from the basket you have to show. be. Like, if A.J. Green is too tall to be in a hot air balloon. I don't know if there's a height limit for hot air. I obviously know it's powered by hot air. <laughs> Can we? And it's a balloon. Yeah. Like, I, I, I a live show from a hot air concept, balloon? Can we do a live show from a hot air balloon? Do what? Can we do a live show from a hot air balloon? You would never get me in a goddamn hot air balloon. Are you insane? In a Hindenburg, yeah, yeah. Are you insane? Thousand percent, you'll never catch me in a hot air. Am I trying to go around the world in eighty days? Why the hell would I ever need to be in a hot air balloon? Like looking back, getting around the world in eighty days would be stupid easy nowadays. Stupid long, yeah. It would take you getting around the world in eighty hours. Just maybe the more accurate race. (laughs) I think you could even pull that off if you're hitting all your marks, but. Unless you have if you want to travel as fast as possible, it takes 40 days. We co- we have cut the movie in half wait. now. 
by hot air balloon? No, not by hot air balloon. Are you insane? No, by, by boat. I don't know. It just says if you want to travel the world as fast as possible, a trip could be accomplished in about 40 days. Oh, in my mind, I was imagining you were just getting going. in a plane and flying around. Yeah, uh, I was going to say it would take at 48 hours tops to do. a. Uh, let's see. Let's go to we're on Cora. So take this fly out of New York. Go all the way over Europe, Asia, stop a few times and fly back to New York. There's my phone. It happens once. In episode. <laughs> yeah, well, calm down, Jordan. Calm down. Just really uh, pissed about these Expedia rates. I'm getting on these flights from New York. <laughs> Hold on, let's see. Let's see. Yeah. No, I'm not allowing ads. Are you insane? Simpleflying.com. There's your there's your ad payment right there for free. <laughs> uh, current record is held by Virgin by. Atlantic backed Global Flyer. Uh, flew around the world in 2005 in just over 67 hours. I'm telling you, 80 hours, I think, is the mark. That's not, I think, I think, I think we could be faster now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm saying, I think 80, but in my mind, I'm, I'm not imagining you're, I'm not imagining you as the one flying the plane. I'm imagining you're going to airports and you're linking flights. Oh, linking flights, that probably would take a lot of time. Getting, but do you think you could do it in 80 hours? No. A little over three days? No. I think you could do it. How do we t- how do we count for time zone differences? Just have a stopwatch. Yeah, stopwatch. It would be a stopwatch. However long it takes you. Well, I mean, I think time zone. Anyway, by the time I get I'd get around the world, it'd only be like twenty four hours. I think it would. You start <laughs> traveling in time. <laughs> you wouldn't age. <laughs> you die in the plane. You youth. die in real life. <laughs> oh, brother. Where art thou? All right. Well, we went a little long this time, maybe, but. For better or for worse. Hey, well, I mean, it's going to be a fun, festive-filled episode next week. Yep, stay tuned, folks. We're going to do something for Christmas, something with movies, some food, best presents, maybe. We had a, we already did that. Uh, <laughs> we uh, we had a work Christmas party yesterday. Yeah. I walked in. They had like the Spotify playlist open because they were still setting up. Uh, I love that they just had a, a playlist called "Non-Denominational Winter Songs." I was like, we're just celebrating the concept of winter, I guess. Snowflake day. <laughs> I was like, who took the time to make this playlist? Because it was not made by right. someone at work. It was just on Spotify. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening to the 58th episode of the Long Relief Podcast. We'll be back next week with our Christmas bonanza. Maybe not a bonanza, maybe more of a soiree. We'll see what we call it. Hey, we'll, be, we'll be rocking around a microphone, I guess. You already have a Christmas tree in your house? Not yet. Not yet? We'll get there. We've got 10 days. Yeah. Cindy LaHood did, did it a lot last time. Days. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We love you. Follow us at Long Relief Cast. Give us five stars. Then me. Sound off in the comments that's now on Spotify, I guess. Yeah, apparently. Send us a note. Love you. We'll see you next week.